Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today, we, in light of being on home lockdown and recent circumstances, we want to talk about home family devotions. We just, we know a lot of people who struggle to have and or maintain family devotions for a number of reasons. And so we want to address maybe the five most common reasons that people are not able to maintain devotions like they want to, and maybe how to overcome those obstacles. Yeah, there are real challenges into doing family devotions, doing them well, getting started, getting going. And I think it'll just be good to talk through each of those challenges and see what can we do to make sure that we get started and maintain and do some family devotions here. We want we want this. This is important. Yeah. We um, enjoy our time when we're able to do family devotions together. It's, it's kind of a fun time that we've recently been doing um, kind of after dinner mm-hmm. and before bed. Yep. So one of the struggles is just finding the right time to do it. We'll talk more about that later. But it's turned into a, a short time during the day that our family really cherishes and, and the kids enjoy, we enjoy, yeah. uh, we learn something, we try to teach them something. And, yeah. um, I think it's an important thing to establish, uh, whether you've got young kids in the home or not, just time together, husband and wife, opening your Bibles together, praying together yeah. and learning something together. Totally. So, so we know there's obstacles, we know there's challenges and we've navigated a lot of those and, and worked through a lot of those ourselves. And so we want to address what some of those common uh, issues are. And the first one Ooh. is um, perhaps <laughs> perhaps doing family devotions is hard for you because you've never had it modeled. Like you just don't yeah. even know, like, what does that look like? Right. What are you supposed to do? Right. What is, what is family devotions? Yeah. It can be a little bit overwhelming when you hear the term family devotions. Yeah. And there's like this weight behind it. And if you grew up in maybe a non-Christian home or even a Christian home that just didn't have a set time of doing devotions. It's kind of like, I don't know what to do. How long is this supposed to be? Where am I supposed to start? Do we sing? Do we pray? Do we read? Where do we go? Do I just pick random things? I mean, the questions I think are just kind of endless if you haven't seen it done and you don't know necessarily what you feel like the structure should be. Yeah. And maybe to complicate things, it, there there isn't one right way of doing it. There totally. isn't a verse and reference that says, "Here's what family devotions need to look like." And right. so, um, yeah, what 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 are family devotions? And so we want to uh, provide an example, yeah, of what that looks like. And so the way we're going to do that is actually by going Facebook Live with the Whoa. Kelly family devotions tonight, and as we're able to, kind of yeah. each night of the week. Um, we're going to just click live. Uh, our kids don't know about this yet. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we'll tell them or not, but yeah. um, just to try to capture what family devotions look like for the Kellys. And what you'll find, I hope, is that they're five minutes long, 10 minutes long. They're not you know, super crazy in depth. You don't have to be a pastor to do <laughs> what I'm going to do with my right. family tonight. That's, you know, you were talking about that earlier, like... It's kind of overwhelming uh, to think about, but hopefully what we do tonight and just if you tune into our live Facebook live family devotions, you'll see that they're just, they're very achievable uh, for anyone, regardless of whether you've gone to seminary or not. True. So true. Yeah. So tune in, catch us there. Tune in. Yeah. I mean, there's a model. We'll provide a model and there are totally tons of different ways, structures, 
resources that you could use yeah. for this. Yeah. So I suppose families could just kind of watch what we do and they could just, you know, watch that and then they could go and kind of repeat and read the same passage, ask the same questions, or they could watch together. Yeah. Um, whatever. I mean, or just kind of see what we do and do your own version of it. So that's just another thing that we're trying to make available. You know, we're on home lockdown right now uh, at the time of this recording, just like everyone else is on home lockdown. And so um, this is a chance also not only to see kind of how we do family devotions, but just to kind of come into our living room for a little while, hang out with the Kellys for a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh, a short bit. And (laughs) who knows what's going to (laughs) happen. Really, it's very, yeah, you never know. But you never know when there's four kids in the house. That's right. Yep. Okay. What's number two? Obstacle number two is it's hard to get started Uh or where do I start? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. If you haven't done it or it's not been a pattern and if you haven't had it modeled or maybe you have, it's just like, okay, I want to get it started. What do I do? I just open, I pick start at Genesis. I just go from there or... Yeah, just teach the whole Bible. It's just like, it feels like... It's a wide open net and you don't know where the start is or where the finish is or I don't yeah. know why there's a net. Yeah. But the, nets, wi- <laughs> the nets that have a start and a finish. Oh, okay. That's maybe net. a wide open world. It's a wide open world. It is. Devotions, <laughs> they're like a wide open world oh. with no start and with no finish. <laughs> where do you start? That's the question. <laughs> Great. Well said. Thank I'm glad you. you put it that way because oh. that's that's exactly what I want to talk about is, oh. you know, where do you get started? And I mean, that is maybe one of the most common obstacles for any project, not just family devotions. Mm-hmm. You talk about writing a, a totally. paper or doing a homework assignment or taking on a family project, you know, oh, we really got to, the door is squeaky. We got to fix that. Just getting started yeah. oftentimes is half the battle. And yeah. so um, I would say with this, Get started. <laughs> and what I mean is mm-hmm. don't don't overthink it and don't feel like you need to plan out a year's worth of devotions before you start on day one or have it all figured out before you start on day one. Just do something constructive that teaches your kids and gets you and your spouse and your Bibles together. Just yeah. do that. Yeah. And then if you want to modify it the next day, modify it the next day. But um, do something and go from there. Adapt from there. Totally. Sharpen it. And we, we have back and forth to try to, you know, sharpen and fine tune our devotions. So Right. How can we make this better once we've started something? Yeah. We try to ask those questions to see if there's some changes that need to be made. So, I mean, and also just getting, in getting started, there are tons of devotionals out there. Yeah. If, you know, you can always start with that. Yeah. Or try, try one of those out. There's ones for individuals, spouses, families, ones with kids. I mean... Daily sure. one. I mean, it's just pick one, buy one. You might have one on your shelf. Pull it out and just say, we're going to start with today's date and go. Yeah. So. And now is a really easy time because, you know, at the time of this recording, if you're watching live on Facebook, we are, um, we're in Easter week. We're in the Passion Week. And so there's, there's something to study every day this week. And if you're, you know, watching all this stuff that's on Facebook right now with Compass Bible Church, you'll see that Pastor Mike is putting out videos every morning and every afternoon. And so there's just a a wealth of devotional type resource available just right now that you could utilize and repurpose for family devotions. Totally. Number three. Yeah. Third common excuse. We haven't, we haven't called them excuses yet. Challenges, excuses. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It can be an excuse is, um, I'm too busy. 
when do when do I do family devotions? Right. Life is too right. crazy. When do we do it? Probably there's a time. I think if you look at the week, you look at the day, you can probably find a time if you're too busy. And if there isn't a time and you believe that family devotions are important, then you should shift some stuff around and make time. Yeah. I don't think the actual answer is there is no time. Yeah, you're right. You've used all of your time up. It's more so the way the time is allotted. And so then things just need to be shifted around, I think. Or we, you know, husband and wife need to talk about when is the time we're all together when we can get started. Sure. And if it literally is the case that there is no time for mm -hmm. you to do family devotions, then you just need to ask the question, what is it that's taking priority over family devotions and should it be? Right. And you might need to readjust your schedule a little bit to prioritize something that you think is important. And so uh, we think it's important. We mm -hmm. want to put it on our calendar. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just being honest and candid, it's it's not like we're sitting as a family around the table every single night of seven days a week having this picture-perfect devotion life. I mean, sometimes it's <laughs> better and worse, and sometimes right. we're that we miss a day. And yeah. um, we just try to be faithful in the long run and be consistent overall, and it's been a good thing for our family. Totally. We look forward to family oceans. <laughs> right. Family oceans. That's what our two-year-old calls it. Yeah. Are we doing family oceans? <laughs> so good. That's good. Well, and that kind of leads into number four, which um, is the fourth obstacle is family devotions are miserable. <laughs> uh, some might say, yeah. my kids won't sit still. What do we do? This is, this is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I think this speaks to families with young children, probably, and maybe older teens, I don't know, but young children that are wiggly, young children that do not want to listen or are bored or don't even know what you're saying or, I don't know, they're in the midst of some serious training and they're just hard to deal with. And that is true. <laughs> I think there's an element that it's going to be tough if you sure. have little ones at times. The same I mean, yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, that same little one also makes dinner time miserable. So right. if you've got a three-year-old right. who wreaks havoc during family devotions, chances are they're probably also wreaking havoc during dinner. Yeah. But you still have dinner. Right. <laughs> right? You just, you work yeah. through it and yeah. you figure it out. And those all present you with teaching opportunities for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great place for them to learn how to sit still mm -hmm. and to learn how to listen for an extended period of time. We make we make our kids pick a seat that they're going to sit in yeah. for the entire time. Yeah, don't move. All right, is that the seat that you really want? Are you sure? <laughs> you, can't. <laughs> you can't change your mind once we yeah. start. And that was hard. I mean, we even talked about for us, even some of our older kids, that they wanted to be wiggly, they don't want to sit still. And it was like, this is a great opportunity to teach the importance of sitting still and listening. Little ones, older ones, I mean, if if you see that as a problem, well, guess what? You get to practice it over and over again when you do family devotions. And then they do get it. They do learn. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's probably if if you haven't been in the practice of doing these, it's probably not just going to be instantly amazing from day no, one. But yeah. you get to build probably a little not. bit and um, see the value and invest kind of in the big picture yeah. of making this a regular part of your life. And it be, it's a habit, and it becomes a habit for your family. They, they, it's a routine, and they know what 
to expect. And I do think it becomes part of something that they enjoy and that they're willing to sit still for, or at least they, you know, want to listen to learning something from. So, so all of that is in response to the the claim, my kids won't sit still. It turns into a miserable time. I would just add maybe one more piece to it Mm -hmm. is we've worked really hard to make family devotions fun. We've worked hard to not have it be like, all right, open your Bibles right now and, you know, make sure that you memorize the verse that I gave you last week. And if not, you're going to go do some chores. It's, we make it a really fun time. Mm -hmm. We're lighthearted. I mean, it's serious. We treat God's word seriously, but we're, you know, enjoying our time with our kids. We're asking fun questions. If we go on a rabbit trail, sometimes we'll go there. Yeah. Um, and a big thing too is we give out points. We think we've talked about the point system before, uh-huh. but just the positive reward system where we have a jar, we have a, an actual jar and we put points into the jar when a kid answers a question yeah, um, and uh, or has a good question right. or just sits still. We'll, we'll positively give out points throughout the whole thing and that helps them like yeah. be excited about it. Yeah, they're more maybe focused, more in tune. And it is, there's enjoyable, fun times, like you're saying, you know, where a kid will say, as we're reading the Bible, you know, we're reading about how Jesus went to Bethany. And as you yeah. know, Bethany's my name. And one of our kids goes, what? Oh, mind <laughs> grenade. like, oh. how, how is that? We're like, oh yeah, that's actually the name of a town in Israel. Wait, so cool. What? You know, just shocked. And so then we're talking about, that that's my name and why I was named that, I, you know, just you go down a little rabbit trail, but they're, they're learning, they're surprised. They love it. You know, part of that is awesome. That was the, the instance when we were doing devotions or maybe watching one of the compass videos. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the kids said, wait, I knew Jesus healed the blind man, but I didn't know he raised someone from the dead. Did, yeah. did he raise someone from the dead? Yep. And so afterward, we said, yeah, let's look that up. And so we looked up in our Bibles in John chapter 11, where Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. And uh, that was like, oh, I, 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 I didn't, didn't know. know that. Yeah. 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 And now I do. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's number four. Okay. Number five is a little bit harder, but we got to go there. Number five is what do you do? when uh, one of the two spouses is not on board yeah. with doing family devotions or right. not interested in yeah. doing them. Um, that That's an obstacle. One person is not bought in. Right. Yeah. And I think this is where we come back to trying to get on the same page always in marriage, trying to be unified. We talk about that a lot. We do. And that's, um, here's another instance where if one of you, one of the spouses is really feeling like this is an important thing to do you know, have that conversation with your husband or your wife and say, this is what I'd really like to just do. I'd like to start family devotions. Are you with me? Like, let's talk about how we would do that. When would we do that? Get them on board. You know, what do you think about it? It's basically, this just conversation to make sure that he or she is there with you. And I think that's where you start to answer this question. Yeah. And I think that's good. And it could be that, well, I think what needs to happen in that scenario is you have a conversation and you say, hey, this this is important to me. Right. I think this needs to be a part of what we do together as a family. So you kind of have that conversation where you make an appeal yeah. to your disinterested spouse. Right. And then part of that conversation is, you know, this is something that I want to start. Yeah. So I would love your support. But regardless, you know, I'm going to try something tomorrow morning at breakfast. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And hopefully the disinterested spouse will join in. But if not, you've had a conversation talking about the importance of it, uh, regardless of their involvement. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't have a disinterested spouse, but uh, for... <laughs> No, you, yeah, you are not a disinterested spouse, but there was a point where in our family devotions, I was like, you know what? I want to start adding in. I have this plethora of other books that I've started or gone through these, these sticky situations books and these preschool devotionals and ABCs about different character traits. And I have this whiteboard that's so cute that I want to use with the kids as we talk about a verse, you know, each week. Anyways, I started to add that stuff in at at breakfast time. And, you know, when you're there, which often you can be, you're part of it, you're with us. And if you're not, I still can do it and teach extra to the kids, give them more info, start the day off right. So, you know, maybe that's the, the goal is if at breakfast, some, your spouse can't join you, you get started there. You know, right around the table, jump in there. And if they can join, great. And that's really good because even if, you know, a month goes by where I I drop the ball, let's just say, and a month goes by and I'm not doing kind of our post-dinner family devotion time, you're able to still maintain a good time with the kids uh, in spite of my uh, failure there. Um, But hopefully, as you proposed. It's something that happens in addition to what we're doing. And, you know, and that's been a really good thing because you start the kids off the the day with Mm -hmm. with a good uh, mentality or verse or concept to run with. And so that's been a really good addition. And we mix it up, which makes it fun. Well, let's read this book about being nice to your sister. And then the next day, let's talk about this verse and let's read this devotional. So it's been awesome. Well, hey, let's wrap it up here with a challenge. I just think what we should do is challenge couples to Mm -hmm. watch one of our Facebook Live family devotion times as an application of this podcast. And just, yeah, if you watch one and you hate it, then you know what? You don't have to watch anymore. Um, Yeah. You fulfilled your uh, challenge. Your challenge uh, has been accepted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Confirmed. All right. Great. Well, thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you next time.